Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Like I said, every day becomes a Sunday. You eat more meals. You spend more. You travel more. You want to go on more holidays. You want to live your life because you're going to die. You realize that you're going to die. Welcome to another episode of Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. And I'm Don SG Vajra Babe. Unfortunately, we don't have Eric here today because <laughs> we always um, unfortunately don't <laughs> have Eric. <laughs> but we have a very colorful guest in the house today. And when I say colorful, I mean his views, okay? His opinions and perspectives that he brings Ooh. to the table. <laughs> Chills in the hot seat there, man. My heart skip a bit, say. <laughs> colorful <laughs> opinions. Yeah. Shake, I'm running that property. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> don't scare, don't scare. Right, don't scare, okay? Bring, bring, whoa. When you talk about these things, uh, it, it, really, it really sticks, right? And then today, today, <laughs> today, we are going to talk a little bit about retirement, right? Because I think that's the talk of the town, or at least it's been talk of the town for a long time, you know, and as we have a lot of uh, ongoing financial discussion about inequality and about all these things, right? I think it's becoming a bigger and bigger concern you know, for people our generation about retirement, you know. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about this question of is retirement overrated? Yeah, so mm. what do you guys think? I don't know. I think like retirement, retirement uh, everybody's got a very different idea of what retirement is. Mm. Mm. What's your retirement idea? Ah, great. Okay, so... We need to define what is retirement. We need to define first. retirement, right? Yeah. So for me, I think uh, my baseline for retirement, right, essentially is me not needing to work for the sake of survival like to keep mm. making money right because to me right work will never stop I essentially will work different type of things right like I can work my garden you know I can work on community service I work on my friends you know they're every time very stressed I talk to them mm. all these things on some level is a way of work you know but when it comes to a job or when it comes to a career or even as a business owner there is a set of work that you have to do and within this jumpo set you may not like all of them, yeah. but it pays the bills. Yeah. So you like some, you don't like some, but it's one package, right? you're going to take the whole package. Mm. right? And if I can don't do that and just do whatever I want, I think that's retirement. <sighs> My definition freedom, of yeah. retirement would be having the choice, to cho- cho- being able to choose whether or not I want to work. Mm. And if I choose not to, I'll still be able to pay the bills and everything else that needs paying mm. for. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's not like it's not like it's not like we become wrinkle and take CPF money. It's not like every day just sit there shake leg. Yeah, and then all that complain, drink beer at at two pm. It's like wah ting hu blah blah blah. Not that kind, is it? Okay. What is your version of retirement? I I think I have two. Right, one is of course what you guys said, the boring ones. The you say what boring? This edgy fashion forward idea. Hey, hey, please no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, of course, everybody has that dream, like, you know, you want to sit in the Bahamas and you know, drink the pina colada every day. Okay, I can chill. see it. The Pasri's Park also okay. Yeah, you know, Pasri's Park, wherever. Park, I'm la. fine. Shout out Bisham Park. Yeah, you know, million Coney dollar Island, property. you want to soak But, I mean, reality speaking, like, re- like being realistic is more of really just, yeah, like you guys said, you know, doing something every day but not having to worry about the bills. You know, going to a restaurant, not to look at the menu. That's like, so that's the, the price, new, right? Yeah. You know? So that's the new idea of retirement. Is that the new idea of retirement? I don't know. Like, I speak to a lot of people about retirement. It is my job, right? So, a lot of people actually believe that they want to sit down and do nothing every single day for 20 years, like 65 to 85, collect spare money, lepak. But what do you do? You grow fungus. Cannot. <laughs> better don't, uh, better not, okay? Better not. Yeah. Crazy. Eh? Like, like, <laughs> next week, next week the, I meet you, shake. Yeah. Like fungus. <laughs> the, the old uncle, I don't say, I want to drink whiskey and beer every day. Bro, by the third day, you gelatri lah the beer you're gonna get diabetes and die by yeah. like two years you know <laughs> if you keep drinking every single day like man mm. you can't actually like the common idea of like the dream retirement is not realistic like, so yeah. this episode is sponsored by HPB no no <laughs> Hey, we really need some government sponsor about <laughs> like, The interesting thing is in the financial community, the idea and definition of retirement has also changed, right? It used to be FIRE, which is financially independent, retire early. Mm. Then they were like, no lah, then it's barista FIRE, lean FIRE. Now so many versions of FIRE, I also cannot keep up with <laughs> Well, what is this FIRE? Coast, yeah. Coasting FIRE also. Wow. Yeah, coasting FIRE means like just enough to retire, but not enough for luxury, something like that. So got many, many, many different versions of fire nowadays. Hmm. And I think that that also is a reflection of how the conversations and expectations are changing. Mm -hmm. I think it used to be simpler in an era where interest rates were low Mm -hmm. and pretty much stayed that way. And inflation was also pretty much fixed at about 2% every year. So you could kind of project that, okay, I need like 1 million or 1.5 million to retire and be fairly comfortable in Singapore without having to worry. So that is fire, retire. Then Mm. inflation come, right? It just recover, right? So now you have to relook your whole picture. Like, yeah. okay, I think maybe the, you know, the full golden years retirement thing a bit too hard to achieve. Uh. So now I coaster fire, barista fire, all the new definitions come about. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, it's just a reflection of the changing times that we're in. But when you bring in fire, the idea is that there is a timeline, right? Because the main element of fire is time, right? Relative to retirement, right? So fire means it's faster, The you achieve retirement faster, right? No, you can or, fire or... at the state-mandated retirement age of 67. But how is that fire, right? That I mean, is like retirement, right? You own a wrinkly, get CPM money. Oh, that's retirement, not, yeah. not it's fire. fire right? yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, you on fire. It's, it's, not, it's not early, uh, right? It's not the E, yeah, it's not yeah, early. Yeah. So as, exactly, so the main element of fire is time. 
right? Like, and but even if we put aside the time, I, I want to double down on the the whole like sit down there do nothing kind yeah. of thing, right? And it's like it's like is that is that the retire is that retirement? Because to me that is super overrated kind of retirement. Yeah. It's damn sad. Yeah, it, it's not sustainable. Like it's mad. In what sense sustainable? Like we all have this idea that when we uh, uh, at least the people I speak to, right? Most of the clients that I serve, they claim that oh, today I'm earning say $8,000 a month. When I retire, I only need two or 3000 right, a month. Can we all agree that is the mindset that we will spend less when we are older, mm. right? That's the mindset that a lot of people have. Do you, do you guys share that same belief? Yeah. You'll spend less when you're older. So here's the thing. When my dad in 2018 had a stroke, I took over everything. So one of the things that got him to stroke was trying to pay for the mortgage. Mortgage was about $2,000. He was a taxi driver he made about 2001 okay so after clear mortgage got 100 dollars left all right so this guy was before he had a stroke was earning 2100 dollars mortgage was total i'm just doing basic huh, for calculation not the exact but hear me out so he cleared the house he's got 100 dollars to spend had a stroke now no longer able to work so i take over the bills already so put mortgage aside i ended up spending on him not even medical uh, lifestyle wise about four thousand five to five thousand every month he didn't have like a major stroke like he had a stroke like he's not enough to work but he could live his life and enjoy life watch his son tv every day you know it's still great but that's the thing right when you retire people don't realize that you need twice the amount that you used to earn if it's 16, the lifestyle that you're living, suddenly every day becomes a Sunday. So you probably need 32. And that's what I see with a lot of the older people when I sell their house, right? Because now they all their retirement money finish. So need to sell house to have more money for retirement. That's why I need MediShield expanded. <laughs> Care Shield expanded, integrated shield plan. It's right? a hard concept yeah. for most people to grasp because it is. I mean, on one hand, you would ideally want yourself to be in still good health. Mm. when you retire yeah. so and the assumption here is that you spend less because you no longer have to pay for your dependence and mm -hmm. a lot of the things that you used to be spending on in your 30s 40s 50s will no longer need you as it's much it's a fair assumption yeah mm. and, and the uh, the huge assumption is that you're healthy la, yeah, yeah. right but the trouble comes in when you are not healthy mm. yeah and i think also the human brain is unable to you see when something is too bleak mm. We just shut it down. Very hard to operate, you know. Mm. And if you look at it and like, look, I'm earning, let's say, $4,000, $5,000 today. Um, and if you tell me that I need to double it, it means when I retire, I need to pay $8,000. But I'm not working anymore. So my $4,000 now barely can have, uh, not like I have everything saved up, right? How to get $8,000 in the future? Mm. So it's very hard for people to comprehend that. And it's just so so depressing. That's why you tune in. Nah. It's not about depressing, right? It's, it's like, I get it, the depressing part. But, you know, we're, we're trying to get more clarity on, on, on the idea. Right? Yeah. And, and and on that front, I, I mean, your dad probably does insurance, right? Uh, like I said, no, no CPF, put no nothing, medical right? and everything aside. Yeah, yeah. Purely his lifestyle. For him to enjoy life as a retiree, mm. I had to spend that amount. If, under what concept? So if, if, right. he, if he... Didn't have stroke, then he spent less? You see, if we, we don't realize that, like I said, every day becomes a Sunday. You eat more meals. You spend more. You travel more. You want to go on more holidays. You want to live your life because you're going to die. Mm. You realize that you're going to die. And when, when some, a realization like that exists when your mortality is now suddenly in question of how long more you have left now that you're in your 60s, Suddenly, you want to live your life 
And whatever money you have, you want to put it to good use to do that. Yeah. You know, because it's either that or you are in, you are on that boat of legacy planning and you want to leave something for the next <laughs> generation. Boat, right? You're Different on that boat, boat that, that boring boat, you know, say, yeah, that the one, one that all they care about is their children and their future. Okay, good. You probably have your insurance, your savings plan. You probably can live that lifestyle one yeah, if you yeah. were that mindset. But most of the common men who has been living, working five, 6,000 income, they reach that stage. They want to maintain that 6,000 lifestyle. And when you think about it, when you say things like, um, okay, you know, I won't have the same level of expenses. No, you still drive. Mm. You drive your whole life. You try, if you've been driving your whole life, try to live your life without a car. I tell you, very difficult. Yeah, fair. Very difficult. Mm. You show one car. This is why, and at this stage, we're going to plug in a previous episode <laughs> where we talk about uh, how, you know, always and having yourself getting used to all mm. these little luxuries mm. is going to be really hard to turn back. So don't let yourself overindulge all the time. <laughs> and then you can the, find a link to the episode yeah, below yeah. in the comments. Overindulgence cause you more problems. Yeah, and the current yeah. generation is like that, right? We yeah. really love lifestyle. Oh, it's it's oh. such a... Uh, anchor in our life we want to have the best mm. life we want to buy the biggest HDB suddenly you want them to you know one of the hardest things I have to do is to convince an uh, elderly couple that they have to downgrade to a two-room flexi to mm. see money mm. cannot accept the space I think that's where the difference in expectations and what they mm. they were used to having comes in yeah. because I don't see that happening with a lot of the, the people I talk and work mm. with and know like I have quite a few elderly mm. whom I know of where they are they have already grounded, downgraded mm. or they're happy to downgrade mm. because they say like I cannot don't need maintain. so much space anymore. Yeah, yeah I also very, very hard yeah. to clean. Yeah, I don't want to keep having to pay a cleaner. Yeah. yeah, so they will happily downgrade and mm. they don't see it as a problem. Um, They don't always take taxi unless it's to a new place that mm. they're super unfamiliar with. But most of them are that the ones that I know at least they are okay to take public transport. Mm, they are yeah. happier when someone offers them a lift. Yeah. But it's not like having to take Grab or taxi or drive everywhere is a necessity for mm. them. So I think it really all boils down to the individual's expectation. So yeah. maybe for us as individuals, we need to question what type of retirement do we want to have? And then what are we doing to make sure that we can have that level of mm. retirement? If we want a higher standard of retirement, then it's not just about planning for the money, yeah. but also in priming our expectations yeah. for that. Because if we get our, let ourselves get used to driving and grabbing all the time now, yeah. we're not going to be able to accept public transport in our 60s yes. and 70s. We're yeah. like, oh, I'm older now. La. I'm more tired. La. Cannot, cannot. La. Yeah. When I was young, ah, I already know energy, so I might drive and take private hire. Yeah. Now I already all the more I need. So it gets very easy to justify that. But if we build that process to allow us mm. to be able to do both, or more towards public transport if that's the kind of lifestyle that we want, then I think it's actually manageable. But it's about how we build to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I, I feel like it's very hard to everyday Sunday. Le. It's like when, yeah. you, when you get older For me, and older, I also feel quite hard. Le. I, if, nowadays, if have... nowadays, I also very hard to Sunday already. Then by then, it's like, oh my God, every day you want Sunday. Like some days just relax, la, right? Yeah. You know, and... But that's because you're a business owner. Uh, so there's no Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so Alama, do you... la, don't do entrepreneurship. <laughs> Tell your life is hard. La. Just go and work a job, get a cushy job. I'm in the bank. What am I doing here? Anybody want my resume? Tell me, email me. <laughs> it's true. It's really true because you're speaking from the perspective of a business owner. Like to you, you you work every day. You work Monday to Sunday. So, but the person who has a full time job and lives the majority of his life as a full time 
personnel and he retires with a golden handshake at the age of 65, this person does not really have anything purposeful to do in his retirement besides his hobbies, like planting and taking care of his grandkids. And that's why the elder generation very big on having grandkids. They really want grandkids because it gives them that purpose, something to, to do. Yeah. Right, they need a toy. Yeah, and once you don't have that something, <laughs> they just need a toy. Yeah, so it's it's essentially that that lack of purpose, and I I fear for my generation mm. because uh, Dr. King soon said that like the biggest issue that my generation has is that my generation does not have the balls to go into entrepreneurship to contribute back to the country, to do bold things. We are all just playing the 9-to-5 game. Mm. We are all playing the normal job all the way to 65. So we are going to have a whole generation of people who lack any form of purpose when they want to retire. A lot, you know, there will be a large majority of these people who lack purpose. I think that's also I think that's my fear. Like, I, 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 to the it individual. Might not be true. Yeah. Yeah. So it really that's why the individuals tuning into this podcast will yes, not yes. have that problem, right? Yeah. Because we're all self-select, about self-select. finding your purpose, mm. finding what makes you happy. And I feel like retirement is very personal. Some mm. people, people derive joy from different things, right? And you can also prime yourself to see where or what gives you more joy. You could very easily get used to traveling to like, you know, super expensive countries like the Western world, Europe for holidays and that makes you happy. Or you could be as happy as just staying at home in Singapore and, and you know, exploring the country as if you're a tourist here. Or like, you know, going out and then traveling to like the uh, developing countries where cost of living is not that high. But everyone takes and finds joy mm. in different things. Yeah. So, so it's just about building to what you want yeah. I shout see that a lot to, shout out to Tuas Lampos <laughs> please go and take a photo with Tuas Lampos okay yeah, my love husband, it my husband got a photo with that Tuas Lampos I'm judging your husband <laughs> Tuas Lampos a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So then, right, if that's the idea, are you okay with not ever retiring? No. Why? Okay, for me, based on the definition, based on the definition, uh, being able to choose not to work and still not have to worry about the bills, I'm not okay not retiring. Mm. My whole finance, my whole life, my whole finances are planned around early retirement, right? Mm. And I hopefully I'll be able to achieve it in my mid to late forties rather than having to wait to the state mandated mm. age of sixties. But I also recognize that if I want to retire that early. I cannot aspire for a very, very, very high standard of living in mm. retirement age. Mm. Because to get there, then I need to work and accumulate even more money, which I don't have that capability to make, to earn that much, to finance that level of lifestyle. So it's about tapering my expectations as well. Yeah, yeah but I don't believe so because I feel like at the end of the day, we all, I don't think retirement is just about like enjoyment for everybody or like sitting, you know, shake leg and all. Mm. It's about Doing what you really want to do, whether it's like reading the books that you always wanted to, but you didn't have time huh, when mm. you were younger and w- busy working, or it's about like, you know, just 
uh, sleeping more but after all you're so sleep too much that you get bored or going to learn like picking up a new skill learning how to dance to cook a new hobby I think being able to have the power and financial independence to do all that without having to worry my mortgage needs paying for my bills need to pay uh, it's a very very powerful and underrated feeling I agree yeah. that luxury you know to, to have choices it is it is it's a luxury and privilege yeah. and that's why we need to work for it uh. yeah. it's not something that is automatically given unless you are born in, with a silver spoon in your mouth it's okay you can go to Hong Lim Park <laughs> <laughs> Can expand cashew life, expand, you know, MediShield, uh, expand CPF life. I think all those are great policies, right? We should do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. But missing from the talk of retirement is usually like people focus a lot on the money, but I think it does need to come hand in hand with the expectations that you mm. want. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Fair. I think so is it okay not to ever retire for you? No, I don't think it's okay to not ever retire. I I Whatever she said, you know, really to me is I think the that luxury is something that every single human being wants. So Re- then, do you live for retirement? Do I live for retirement? Yes, because I feel I, I, I feel, feel like, like I live. You for know retirement. why? Because like there's so much discussion about retirement, right? Which is a part of the genesis of today's episode, right? So much focus, it gets so much download numbers, right? it gets so much traction. Yeah, that's why we talk about retirement all the time, right? Because uh, it gets numbers, but. If it, sometimes I feel like people are working <coughs> to retire. Yeah. And then you're missing out on your I life agree. before that, right? Yeah, like, like, you're, like, like you, you, you are anchoring all that your life so that you can forget this life. <laughs> it's like, it's, like, like it's a balance. Like, bro, I think it's yeah. shifting. It's shifting. I mean, We're seeing people learn to start uh, taking breaks for themselves. Yeah. Taking sabbaticals. I mean, sabbaticals wasn't a thing in the older generation, mm. right? But in our generation, it's starting to become more and more common. Taking gap years. Mm. I think people are recognizing that you're, you don't plan everything for when you're 40s, 50s, 60s. Uh, because uh, if tomorrow accident, uh, boom, you know more already. Yeah. You don't even get to enjoy that. So you should yeah. enjoy life now, but not to the extent either where it compromises your future. Yeah. But at the same time, we also recognize that you know, when we are older, physically our bodies may not be able to keep up. So we don't mm. want to be stuck in that problem whereby we cannot work to earn money or as much money, but yet we have no choice but to do so. Yeah. So it's a balance. It's a very difficult balance to strike. Mm. I think a lot of people are also not very happy in the jobs they do. So they are looking forward to that point where they don't have to do it anymore. Mm. Right, they're not happy with the industry not passionate not everybody is as lucky as like me you you know to go into finance something that you really love I'm, I'm not sure if I really love <laughs> just decently good at it right yeah and I'm quite cute that's yeah. it I'm quite funny sorry like, cute a bit stretch huh? cute a bit stretch <laughs> don't laugh don't laugh if you agree okay, that Reggie's cute okay. leave us a comment okay. below <laughs> okay please so come. I mean like personally do I love doing TikTok videos every day no I don't everybody knows <gasps> that right? you see me like <laughs> I talk on, on camera, I sometimes don't even bother change the my sarong in the background, so I just leave it there, you know. I don't put a lot of effort into the, that work. It's not something that gives me most amount of joy, but it does get my word out, right? Mm-hmm. It does get my my message out and it gets the job done. So I think that not everybody has that luxury of doing something they're passionate every day and they can then you retire, right? Because your your job gives you so much joy then it drains there are people I've met who are like that and it's so fun, so nice to see them you know in their space but like 
from a lot of people I speak to, they don't have that. And that's quite sad. So they're always looking, like you said, towards and living for retirement where they don't have to do that anymore. So what what would be your advice for people like that? They oh, are living quit your job. Uh, quit your job. Life's too short, dude. Quit your job. Live <laughs> life. Like, like irresponsibly just quit? Or? Uh, yes. Yes. You got no kids, right? Uh, your kids will survive. Like you, when you have children, the beautiful thing is that what I've seen is that you will find a way to put food on the table. Right, you're not gonna sit on your ass and do absolutely nothing. Then, dude, why did you have children to begin with? You know, but talking about the average person who loves their child, mm. right? Mm. I would say take some time to also care about your own mental health. Focus on happiness first. But I think Singaporeans, right, as a society, we are so driven and we have defined success as money. Mm. But success is happiness. Trust me. But the only way to know it, to realize this fact, is to have the money first. And then you realize that money is not really happiness. Money really cannot buy happiness. You know? it's, a, it's a sucky fact, right? You need enough money so oh. that it doesn't become a problem. But then uh, when you have too much, it also doesn't buy you what you really want. It doesn't excite you anymore. Right? Yeah. But I know people are going to comment below. But you all uh, say, 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 say. Yeah, but you know, it's really, so I've met so many people who have money and are miserable. And I've met so many people who have, you know, so little but they are so happy you know what's, what's more interesting the people that are, have money but miserable right hope that they get more money and be less, be miserable. less miserable and then yeah. the same shit happened again and again the third property 10 property 20 property still yes. miserable still quarrel with the partner still the constipation right I have to I beg to defer though I don't think everyone should just rush out there and quit their jobs oh, no, no, it's no, a I privilege of course Please don't. Please but I think for those who cannot and who are not in a position to quit their jobs uh, easier way to balance would be I mean if you're in the 9 to 5 you work like Mondays to Fridays you have those weekends off right I understand weekends some of us you know got parenting duties and a lot of other caregiver duties and all that stuff but I think we can afford to find some time out carve out some time off uh, to really like feed our soul do what makes us happy. For some of us, it might be, you know, maybe spending time with our family. Some, some of us spend time with family very tiring one, especially, know. you know, the episode we talk about toxic families. Yeah, go and listen to that episode mm-hmm. below. But yeah, I mean, if that's not what makes you happy, then do something and carve out those times so that at least there's a balance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. otherwise, uh, if we just live our life for your 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, you will regret if that time never comes. I mean, I mean, if if you're in the means to an end situation, then of course you can't quit your job. Lah. I mean, then you have bigger things to worry about, you know. Retirement, don't think first. Go and think about how you can improve your financial situation, right? Reduce your costs and stuff like that. I'm talking to those people who have the ability to save, have the ability to have access. You know, those people, you know, you earn X amount of dollars, but you only are uh, spending 50% possibly. And those group of people if you're miserable in your job and you feel like you know it, it really sucks to be where you are and drain so much joy out of you and every day all you do is just complain about your job then leave dude yeah find somewhere else yeah find somewhere mm-hmm. else that gives you that joy you because like I think a lot of people really feel that 30 or so is too old to make a change eh in what sense like risk they don't want to take risk when they are in their career after their degree don't want Feel lah, feel, feel, feel. They feel old Not accurate. at the age of 30, feel, you know? Feeling, feeling. Feeling, yeah. feeling. Like, yeah. A lot of people feel that they have to figure it out by their by the mm. time they are 30. And I think that's really unfair. But it's what the education system has designed us to 
to, to be, right? You're supposed to be a certain level by the time you're 30. You're supposed to be a millionaire by the time you're 40. La. You know, it's the idea of success is linked to money when it should be success. is They didn't teach us, teach us that in school, right? Success is happiness. Like, if you follow happiness first, you would adjust your entire life around that North Star. So what are then, I think in closing, right? Um, what are some things that you are doing to build towards your happiness or to build towards your retirement? Financial planning. Yeah. Read but I SG think, Budget Bay. Yeah, yes. by SG Budget. Right until la, well, Kyle come home already, right? Don't, I, to, don't, don't need more to say. 500 over articles already, okay? Enough, enough. <laughs> say. I think, but it's really hand in hand. Um, yeah. It's not just about being financially independent and retiring early, earlier than the state mandated age, but also being very conscious of what kind of lifestyle I want and then making sure I take steps to build my myself, my my framework, my mindset, my habits, as well as my finances to achieve that. So what I really like, you know a lot of financial calculators, they run the numbers for you, right? The DBS one, I feel is the, probably the best one right now because not sponsored by DBS, <laughs> but it's a free tool so you can go to their website and play around with it, right? They ask you what type of lifestyle you want. They ask you you take what public transport, a private car, uh, grab everywhere or your own car. And based on your lifestyle answers, right, then they calculate and project for you how much you'll need. So I I really think people need to do both of that together. But a lot of the conversation and focus now is only on the money itself, the number. And I think that's the wrong plan. Yeah, yeah. Because if your goals are not clear, everything sounds legit. Exactly. Exactly. And you, how are you building towards your retirement? What are some concrete steps? You are doing buy so, 20 uh, property. Buy 20 property. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm done with property. Yeah. You're a property think, agent, yeah. right? So asset progression, buy <laughs> flip, buy flip, buy yeah. flip, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm focusing towards not trying my very best to not focus on money as the key route to my retirement and finding something that gives me joy every day. Mm-hmm. Constantly trying new things. I think taking risks. Yeah. I only have about 10 years uh, to keep trying. I do feel that when you turn 50, things start to. You still got 10 years to 50? No, like 20 years to yeah, 50. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That's like, eh? But 40 <laughs> is when I, I think the benchmark is to like kind of know what the hell you're doing with your uh, life. Uh, you got to know what you want to achieve by then. I think I'm, I'm curious, as that property guy, um, when you think of your retirement, do you envision it being in Singapore, like a HDB, a two-room? Because you were talking a lot about how like a lot of your clients struggle with the downgrade, right? Mm. So do you foresee that that would be your situation in the future as well? Yeah. Or you foresee yourself like retiring in a condo or... or... Uh, to be very honest with you, I do... I don't know if you can... If I'm allowed to say this yeah, on this say, show. I know but where I you want to go. go. <laughs> say, say, go, say. Uh, I don't see myself retiring in Singapore. Oh. I think that uh, the country has... Until things change... I would prefer to migrate to somewhere where things are a lot slower, less claustrophobic, and you know, I could live a life with my island and you know, so, so it's the pace, Kaladas, pace of you know? life and the type uh, of lifestyle. Yeah, I would like that... a slower pace of life. I do feel that I would like to do things that like really give me more joy, even though you would earn a lot lesser than what I do today. And that's only because I have experienced what it means to be in a high salary environment, a high salary job. And I learned very early and very thankful that money doesn't give happiness. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. 
Like Frankie. Right? Living yeah. abroad. Living yeah. abroad, man, Living guys. Abroad. The world is huge, right? You don't need to be here. Yeah. <laughs> a, Singapore has its beauty as yeah, well. Singapore, Singapore is too small yeah. for you, yeah, quote that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, Singapore has its beauty. Right. Uh, and if it's and to be fair, if it's your way of life, you've never tried any other way and you find peace and joy in this way of life, then okay, la, do mm. it. Right. Nobody is shaming you or blaming you, right? Yeah. But, but I, I, I think I'll be retiring in yeah. Singapore. Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can, A lot can, of people love that. You well. can yam chate tarek with like, you know, budget bait, right? <laughs> you know, but if if you feel like there's a bigger world out there, go for it, right? I mean, try, you never know uh, what you experience. Mm. I definitely want to live in a low density area. You know, I think it's a bit too intense for the me. Pace, la. Yeah, the pace, the pace is pace, a bit. The, the city uh, life, yeah. you know. I love to come Nature. in. And, I love to come in and get a high. You yeah. know, like a week or two. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. You drug I'm done. I'm gone. Right. So I don't want to be here high all the time. But, but you know, I love to come in and then everybody. Like, okay, okay. Two hours only in Singapore. People meet one hour. Copy one. Right. Because it's so convenient to get to wherever. Then you just meet one hour. Then you see I'm like go another place. Almost every other place I meet people. Right. It's like half a day one. It's like meeting is half a day. Right. Yeah. I to come to drive to you. Singapore every one is very hour. efficient. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Time is money. Very interesting. Very interesting place right so so it is um okay yeah. it's a big city thing it is what it is but if there was one website or tool that i can recommend you i think sg budget the great thing about sg budget is she plug herself i don't need to work too hard to plug <laughs> her right so so that is there huh? but i think um the teoyoyen what's enough.sg i don't know if you know about this website i think it's called what's enough.sg uh, something along those lines, like, please go and uh, double confirm uh, what's enough.sg. We'll put it in the link. Essentially, it's, a, it's her research of how the common 65-year-old auntie-uncle live. And, oh. and her research is damn detailed. She even do a, depre- uh, a depreciation value of like curtain. You know, <laughs> like the curtain oh. depreciate 30 years down. Aga, every week, how much you spend on this one piece of curtain. Mm. And, uh, so it's very detailed in, in the way she tried to hypothesize. I would say give a bit of margin. Uh. Don't need to be so accurate. But I think it's a great resource and a great place to go and see. Like Aga, you know, how much do people eat? And it's not a hypothesized kind of like imaginary. She went to the ground and essentially collect data of all these people, right? How do they live? Yeah. And uh, I think it's a great resource. What's enough.sg is a good place for you to envision how life will be, especially mm. if you don't want to live the life like how your parents live. Like, because probably that's yeah. the, the most immediate vision you know of like how life will be in, in retirement. Mm. Yeah. Uh, check out what's enough.sg and uh, give you a bit more color and a bit more clarity you can adjust the numbers based on uh, your own personal ideas. Nah. And yeah. in, in closing, we have to acknowledge that the idea of retirement will never be overrated. Mm. It will always be very in fashion because it's what the human brain and body creates. Right? We all want to be lazy, not mm. have to do things, have optionality. But I mean, if that all those conversations are making people very stressed out, mm. then they need to factor in that, you know, don't work so hard for the future and you forget to live your life today. Yeah. Fair. yeah. Right. And if the future Agreed. is stressing you out too much because it's a money Preach. value tied to it, then yeah. just taper your expectations yes. and then make sure you have enough money to meet your own expectations yeah. and that is already happiness. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and if there was one last thing I can share is uh, whenever things are hard, yeah, whenever things are hard, complicated, messy, you're breaking down, just do something. 
anything. Because when you're stuck in a locked position, the only way out is to do something to shake yourself out of that locked position. Rather than sit there and wallow, you know, shit's going to happen. So my mantra, whenever things are hard, I will be like, work with me, work with me. <laughs> and then just step by step, right? Break it, go forward. I think that's a... Uh, it's kind of how I'll do it lah, right? So if that thing scares you, then do something smaller. Keep moving towards it. Okay, yeah. Thank you all. Wow, so wholesome after this episode. So lovely. Okay, thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.